And good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I am Ken Walls and I'm your host. And I got a really cool dude on today. This guy is actually a, um, well, he's from Michigan. We'll, we'll forgive him for that. But um, he is a good friend of mine. He is a client of mine and probably one of the coolest just laid back dudes that I know. I mean, he's, um, well, you'll see. I want to welcome my buddy. Well, we were until I made the Michigan crack. Um, my buddy, Todd Bailey, to the show. Todd Beetle Bailey, welcome, bro. Hey, Ken. Good morning. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, we were really close until a minute ago. Now we're just kind of friends. <laughs> it's all good, bro. It's all good. Uh, so, so, Todd, you're up in Michigan in Ann Arbor. Yeah, Ann Arbor. Um, yeah. And you're at a car dealership. Yeah. Which yeah. one is it? Um, the Dunning, only one. Yeah. Dunning Toyota and Dunning Subaru. Nice little plug for them there. And yeah. um, my mother is Julie Dunning. So this has been uh, her store and our family store since 1970 for Toyota. So it's our 50th year. In fact, June 3rd is wow. our 50th um, anniversary. Wow. I did awesome. not know that. Yeah. 50 years. Wow. Have you, you've, and you've worked there since the and beginning? That was three. <laughs> no, um, started off as a little, a little punk kid running around here when I was about eight. And then as I um, got more mature, at least older, maybe, um, I've been working a little bit longer. But now this is my 20th year here this time. Wow. I get my so, Rolex watch pretty soon. You what? I get a Rolex watch pretty soon for being 20 <laughs> <Yeah>. years. <laughs> Oh my God. So you, you, um, so, so let's talk about what it was like for you growing up. I mean, did you really grow up in the, in the business? I did. And, um, you know, my, my mother, uh, obviously is a very important person to my, uh, in my life, but she, um, she basically raised me as a single mom. My stepfather, my father, um, moved to, uh, Arizona when I was kind of young. So she was uh, raising me and, and she put a lot of hours in the car business and yeah. and I would go there periodically and I would go home and, and you know, it wasn't super exciting. She did, uh, it doesn't admit that she missed some of my baseball games and things that I did, but um, you know, I give a lot of props because she did a hell of a job and, and yeah. um, I'm very proud of her. And, and I've met your mom. Well, I've met your mom virtually. I did, did virtually. Yeah. She was not there when I was up up there at your uh, your fine store. Um, by the way, I got a funny story to tell everybody about when <laughs> I funny. Todd's like, "Hey, when are you going to come up and visit us?" And because we've we've built a couple of websites for them, and 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 so um, I I'm like, "Dude, I'm coming up," and so I rented a car just because I for the mileage stuff, right? So I rent a car and luckily I rented a, a, a four by four. Yes. Because by the time I pulled into the dealership, there were about nine inches of snow on the ground. November 11th. It was um, Veterans Day of 2019. Dude, that was insane. Yeah. Anybody who was from a Michigan area in that day remembers it. It was ridiculous. The most snow we had at any point in November and it was most snow we had all winter. That was, and it was the day I came up. Yep. Yeah. I couldn't even show you this town that much. I'm uh -uh. trying to show you this, the stadium, but you really couldn't get around. <laughs> we were, I mean, it was crazy, man. We were trying to, we were trying to drive around Ann Arbor and I, in my car, we you went to lunch. Yeah. Remember when we went to lunch and, and come out and the truck was just covered <laughs> in snow. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm already over Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> you were a, cracking up. That was a bad day as far as weather uh, goes. But that was something, man. It's all good. Yeah. Know? So, but, but it, it, from what I saw, it's a beautiful town. So. Oh, yeah. You saw um, it was covered in white. Yeah. Well, still. <laughs> but so, so, so growing up for you, um, was, I mean, your so your mom spent a lot of time at the dealership. You did. Yeah. Um, and, and you, um, 
how'd you do in school and stuff? How, yeah. how was I, I was, uh, I was a pretty good student in high school. I went to uh, a local school here in Ann Arbor and, and, uh, yeah, I think I did well. I did, in fact, I did quite well in high school, but college and I didn't get along, or maybe I should say that, um, we got along too well. And that might have been, that might have been uh. a way of saying some things that I probably shouldn't have been doing, um, back then, but you know, what the heck as, uh, you're only 18, 19, whatever years, uh, uh, once. So, yeah. I, um, you know, I went to Eastern Michigan and I had a really good time. And then I thought, you know, I have to get away. I, I have to get away. And this is where a little bit of my, my dark life um, comes around. I decided to move out to Arizona where my dad was. And that he still is now. And, um, but there I, I, I was never big into drugs in my entire life uh, here in town, but I did get into some, um, some bad stuff out there in Phoenix. And about a year and a half later, I had to just come back home. I, I just, I realized that it was not what I wanted to be and that direction that I was going was not the way I wanted to be headed. So I uh, came back home and I apologized to all my, my family and people who I, I left here, my mom, especially. And I, I came back. And so wait a minute. hold on a minute. Yeah. You went to Eastern Michigan University? I did. You did not go to Michigan? I did not. No. Well, then take that jacket thing off. What are you? Oh, I'm going to say. Every shirt on it has a Michigan oh, thing in it, too. God. Just for you. Uh, <laughs> and my mask. And my mask. I'm going to send you an Ohio State jacket. <laughs> no. So, please don't. No. <laughs> so, so, um, so you, you ended up, so you, did you graduate college? I did not. I did not. Okay. My biggest regret in my life is I did not do that. And Dude, I, I've Mark had a very, didn't graduate college. Hey, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, it's, I can't say I had a hard life. I was been very blessed in my life, but, um, yeah. I do think I, I missed out on, on that. So what part of Arizona were you in like Phoenix or in Phoenix in, in Phoenix and Tempe? I had planned on going to Arizona state. And I was out there, but um, um, a certain little drug got in the way instead. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So you were uh, enjoying. You were enjoying your freedom. <laughs> I was. En I was enjoying. Yeah, I was enjoying. Yeah. Um, you know, if you remember any of the Miami Vice nineteen eighty five, you know, TV show themes, you know, yeah, that's. I was living that in Phoenix. Maybe not wow. to that degree, but you know. In my world, I was still pretty substantial. Yeah. So I came so, back home, and, and I, I got to say, I'm not a firm believer in fate, but I met my future wife about 10 days later uh, coming back home. After coming back to Michigan? Yeah, I did not know her before. And wow. I came back and uh, went to a party, and I saw this woman um, playing basketball, just shooting baskets, and I thought she's just stunning. And, uh, so over the next couple weeks, um, I kept hitting on her and talking to her and I told my mom that I'm going to marry her. And I did. And we had wow. almost 24 years of marriage. Great. Wow. A great woman. And I'm very fortunate that she was the mother of my uh, three kids or our three kids. Wow. Yeah. So, so, so you, okay. You come back. To, to Michigan after it sounds like you were, were a rebel a bit. I was enjoying life. I wasn't, wasn't <laughs> no. I wasn't doing anything mean. I, I didn't kill right. anybody. I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> I didn't do that. So well, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Woo. I'll have a teardrop on my tattoo of my eye. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I did some things I wasn't very happy about. It wasn't very, um, but you know what? It, it formed me and it, it yeah. made me come home. And then I, dude, dude, every, everybody does dumb things in life, man. Yeah. I mean, we all make mistakes, right? Yeah. We all. Do. So, so you come back, you, you're apologizing to your mother. I, I'm assuming you had to come back and ask your mom if you could stay with her. Of course. Yeah. I was, yeah. um, at this time I was 19 years old. Um, okay. and I, I came back home and, and I had kind of maybe burned a bridge when I left here, uh, I, you know, I kind of felt a little bad that she was always working or not bad, a little bit upset that she was always working. Yeah. and missed my childhood a lot. And, um, 
and my my father, whenever he was around, was always more of the fun guy. He was, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're, we're doing things together, going to ball games, and I'm I love sports, so he introduced me to all the sports. So I had that with my father um, in common. So I may not have been the best son to my mom um, back then, and uh, so I decided to leave. And I came back home. I really had to apologize, and you know what, eat crow, what you want to call yeah. it phrase and i came back home and um you know i i made some great uh, friends um and again met my future wife so and and did you what did you do for work when you came back um this and that i i sold cars back here one thing that i i can even say to this day i have never asked her for money um so i'm very proud of that fact so when i even when i got married um we were stone poor uh, we had a, a baby uh, a boy uh, nine months and, and eight days after we got married. So I had to work and she stayed home and raised uh, our son, Doug. And, mm. uh, but I had to work. I sold cars. Uh, I worked at a hotel. I did what I, I could. And, um, you know, it was a struggle. It was a you struggle. Sold, you sold cars right there at, at Dunning? I did. I sold Miles and Volvos back when we had the, those franchises. So, wow. Yep. Wow. And, and so how did, how did that go? I mean, selling I'm, cars. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm a, I'm a better, <laughs> one of my downfalls is I'm very happy and I'm, I'm, I'm not a very strong closer. I can even admit that to this day. Um, I'm a very soft closer. I, I make, I'm really good at making rapport. I can make friends with anybody and I can yeah. talk to anybody, but when it comes to asking those tough questions, yeah, I was only okay. So I, I did okay with that, and uh, then I ventured well, you, off. Dude, you had three kids. You're obviously good at closing some things. <laughs> ah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's where the jokes come in, right? Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, then I just had to find a couple things. The car business probably was not, uh, at the time, was not in my future. I wasn't oh. overly confident in my skills to to do that. I I, I saw some things that my mom did, lot the hours that she worked, and I really didn't uh, want to pursue that so much. So I ventured off and um, uh, went to a couple different companies in, in the Ann Arbor and in the Chicago area, one of them being cars.com. And that's where I was when my stepfather, Alan Dunning, uh, passed away. He was a founder of the dealership, and he passed away in, uh, in 2000, and I wow. was... Uh, a training director for cars.com based on Chicago. And when he passed away, um, my mom had three locations of dealerships that she needed help with. And I came back to help her and I've been here ever since. Wow. 20 years later. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's pretty impressive, dude. So you, um, you were in Chicago though. Yeah, I had an apartment. Um, Cars.com gave me a corporate um, apartment to stay at when I was traveling from there. And I would travel across country and I would teach the car dealerships how to sell to this new thing called the Internet um, and how, you know, what the best practices were and, and things to do and, and you know, and this, that kind of stuff. You know, go back 20 years, what the Internet, you know, yeah. was back then was way different than it is now, of course. And, um, but you know, it is, it, it was, and continues to be uh, a wonderful avenue for business, of course. Yeah. And that's why I'm here because of you. <clears throat> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, so you, um, you come back to Ann Arbor, mm-hmm. which I did not realize it's not anywhere close to Detroit. <laughs> it's, no, I mean, it's, it, like, it's like 40 it, minute drive. Yeah, it's a pretty good clip away. So, um, so you you came back to Ann Arbor and to help your mom. What what were you helping her with? Um, whatever it took, whatever Any, anything anything it took. Um, I sell cars. I eventually, within a couple of years, got into sales management, um, helping the sales staff, doing dealer trades, driving the cars from place to place. Whatever it took them to, to th- make things work. And then it wasn't too long after uh, I came back that 
she consolidated and got rid of a couple of locations and made everything on this one campus we have today for our um, two stores. Which is the Toyota Subaru. Correct. Yep. <clears throat> so, so with, um, here's, here's the, th and I, I wonder if anybody listening or watching has this thought, like you said, I never have asked my mom for money. Never have. Never, never. Have. Never have. I mean, not Why? as an adult. Right. E even as a 19-year-old kid. No. I mean, you're I, still a kid. I'm sorry. Well, I was I, 19 once as well. We're kids at 19. I did get in trouble with an ATM card of hers one time. Um, but <laughs> so back Is she there? there? She's right yeah. there getting ready to spank you. Right there, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she's not in the room. Um, so I went on a date with my, uh, at the time dating my future wife and yeah. happened to have my mom's demo that day, that night. And uh, I just purely coincidentally found her ATM card, um, in the oh car. Lord. And this is back in the day where I would just start to drive in the, you know, uh, 18, 19 year old kind of thing. And I knew her ATM pin number. Long story short, I get a one day I'm laying in bed and and my stepfather Al yells downstairs, Todd, get your butt up here and and not so kind words. And I came upstairs and uh, they found out that I took some money out of the uh, ATM. So wow. that was my only, uh, I guess that was my second stint of being dark. I think it was only like hundred dollars or two hundred dollars back at the time, but still it was something that I wasn't proud of. Yeah. But I'm sure you made it right. What? Yeah, I, I said, I'm sure you made it right. I, right. I know you. Well, I never it. asked her for money. I just took it instead. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, I, look, I'm growing up with, with, I mean, you, you obviously had, um, you had, I don't want to say a wealthy, you were, you, I don't want to say that you were, wealthy in a wealthy family, but like, I'm sure you guys weren't hurting to, to buy groceries. Right. Yeah. Of all things I've said, you know, I, I want to go back and say that I've been very blessed. I had my mother and stepfather did a, a great job and yeah, maybe we weren't as wealthy as some people may have been, but uh, we were not hungry. We were, we were not starving. We had, I had a new demo um, when I was 16 years old or 17 years old. I had a, a demo from the dealership. So, wow. you know, a lot of things out there that I may try to paint a, a bad picture, but really it was, I was very honored and very lucky. Yeah. This yeah. Day also. What was your demo at 16? I had a, a Tercel, um, which is a, a small four door, uh, yeah. yeah, lift back kind of thing. And Hey, but when you're 17 ish years old, yeah. brand new car, um, was not a big deal. So it was nice. Yeah, I'm sure n not many other kids were driving around in a brand new car. <laughs> no, I did have a few friends. Uh, one guy had a relatively new Porsche 911 that um, actually he passed away recently. So I apologize for that, Andy. Uh, rest in peace. But um, a couple of my friends had some nice Lincolns and Cadillacs. Uh, wow. But I had my Tercel, so it was okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so you were... Um, there's Jill. Jill's watching. I love Jill. Jill's awesome. She is awesome. <laughs> she loves you. I think too. you locked that with her. I I did, <laughs> dude. I out, I outkicked my coverage, as they say. Oh, there you go. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> so um. So you didn't? Did you have to pay for your own college? Um. No, my mom, you know, was paying for me, yeah. and and we tried a couple things. I tried a couple of technical schools. I thought I have skills um, learning how to. Ah, um, thanks, Jill. Um, you know, do computer electronics. You know, again, back in the day when it was just first starting. But no, 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 that wasn't for me either. <laughs> I need to be with people. I really have to talk to people. Um, yeah. As you can, you know, whatever. Uh, as you can relate to, you're the same way. I just need yeah. to have people in my life. I couldn't sit down by a, a soldering board and 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 soldering things, and that wasn't going to be it. So, no, right. I, I after a while we realized that it was uh, not for me. 
And I decided that I just wasn't going to do that. And I'm very right. fortunate that um, my my three kids uh, have followed in my wife's footsteps. In that case, uh, two of them have graduated, and one is going to graduate in um, a couple of years. So I'm, I'm happy with all of them doing their their stuff. But so, not for so me. you you um, <clears throat> so you married you, you you met this girl. You come back from Arizona. You're 19 years old. You met you met this this girl shooting baskets at a party. Yep. Shooting basket basketball baskets right at a, at a hoops at a party. Yeah. And anybody and, who who knows Nancy and again I love her to death. She's a great lady. If anybody knows Nancy, um, when she was shooting baskets, it was uh, it was fun to watch. Just so you would just um, put it politely for all of our uh, other crowd in this audience. Um, and then in the huh. same party, they had a volleyball game going. So I thought, oh, volleyball is another game that she could be playing um, quite well, I guess. So I asked her to play with me. And she goes, I don't know how to play volleyball. And I was like, oh. so I had a few drinks in me that particular day. Yeah. Um, and she does not drink. So she was um, not uh, drunk at all. And uh, so she told me she, the volleyball was something she didn't know how to play. I found out later on, um, about a month or two later, that she has trophies for volleyball. Um, so we figured that our marriage was based on uh, deceit and alcohol. <laughs> but, but I say that in a very joking manner because uh, we did have uh, 23 years of marriage to me was 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 wonderful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's a lot of years, man. It was. It's a lot it of years. And you raised three kids. Yep, and I, I give her all the props because um, she stayed home when I was working. Wow. So I give her all the props for the, the kids and how they turned down, and I'm blessed with the way the kids turned out. That's awesome, man. Cool. That's yep. awesome. Cool. So um, <clears throat> tell me how you feel about um, riding motorcycles. That's <laughs> really <laughs> Well, um, yeah, so <laughs> – over time, I mentioned before that I was uh, athletic or whatever. I love sports, and and to this yeah. day, I still do uh, football and and softball. But I, um, we're going to talk about the football thing. But go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Well, so when I was a kid, again, most kids you run around with the motorcycle, a mini bike kind of thing, and I got into that, and I really enjoyed that. Um, and then I uh, got when I got married. Again, we were stone poor, so one of the things that I uh, was able to do was able to buy a motorcycle figuring that it's a pretty cheap way of getting around town and i only lived a few miles from work so i drove that bike um most of the time and um since then i just got more and more into it and i actually one of my biggest things now and my new uh, fiance tracy um loves to ride um, bikes also so we are both avid uh, harley riders so i'm looking forward to a trip this summer going to Colorado and then a trip wow. down to uh, North Carolina this summer. Now, does, she, does Tracy have her own bike? She does not. No. Um, I think she would, wouldn't mind doing it, but for her, it's just more relaxing just to sit in the back and just enjoy. And she's a great yeah. navigator. That's, that's so she awesome. She talks in my ear telling me, hey, you got to turn left, got to turn right. <laughs> yeah. Punching you in the ribs. I she, said, does her, uh, she does that, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so so you um so you were married for 20 24 or 23 just 23 and change yeah years okay 23 years um and and i i mean dude that's one of the things about you when i met you um when we met in person mm -hmm. like we went to lunch and you were in actually talking about in that yeah in the Oh, yeah. It wasn't snow, dude. That was more like. <laughs> um, so uh, look what Jill says. We, yes, we would love to meet Tracy. Yeah. Yes. I almost got to meet Tracy, but something happened. She couldn't make it that her, night. Her daughters um, play softball and soccer and they're down in the Toledo uh, way a lot. So yeah, yeah. I'll head down there and, and make a make an arrangement. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, so, um, so after uh, when I, when I met you, like you, 
you had nothing but unbelievably kind words to say about your ex-wife. And dude, mm -hmm. that's rare. That's very, very, very rare. Well, I, I, I wish her the best of luck to find somebody out there. I wish she would do that. Um, she's extremely Catholic. And that's where the problems that we had in our marriage was all because of me. I just didn't like the religion anymore. So that was my, my biggest concern. Um, nothing against her personally, but that, right. was, that was it. So I, I wish she would find somebody. I wish she would move on. But, um, uh, you know, I, I, can't, I can't wish any more than what I'm wishing for that. Right, right. She deserves so, somebody. Yeah, somebody definitely deserves her. Yeah. So you, um, you, you, I, I mean, dude, what else, man? There's there. Oh. We just covered like the entire span of your life in 26 well, minutes. No, no, not at all. So uh, one of my, my downfalls in life, um, <laughs> maybe besides cocaine and having ATM card addiction. Um, <laughs> Remind me and never give you my ATM card, by the way. <laughs> So one of the things in my life, um, I, I, get, I get bored. And if I do the same thing over a um, longer period of time, I even get more bored. And yeah. I guess what I'm trying to mention here is I, I got to give you a shout out because you are part of the, the team also. But yeah. um, for a long time, for probably nearly 30 years, I was um, big into fantasy football as yeah. people are. And I was playing multiple leagues and multiple times. And it just became boring to me. It became very monotonous. And I, I don't like that. I'm, I don't like that in my, my life in any aspect. I always want to find something new and challenging way of doing something, uh, more fun way of doing it. And I decided to create my own uh, football league. And so I'll give a little plug out here to the Extreme Fantasy Football League which the website was made by the one and only Jill uh, Walls over there. Thank you, Jill, for that. Hey, hold on now. I sold the deal. <laughs> okay, thank you. Whatever. So I'm giving Jill some props. Um, so anyway, so extreme fantasy football is a little different than normal. In fact, it's way different than normal, and it's a lot more fun. I'm not trying to, to pitch anybody to, to join up and all that, but if you're looking for a different way of playing fantasy football, um, it is everybody. I could say everybody who's played it before has really um, enjoyed it. And it's, it's much different and absolutely it's worth um, jumping on and looking at. And I made you one of the directors, Ken. Um, I did because of what you've helped me with the site and see, thanks Jill. Um, and, and, and I, I appreciate both of you for what you've done because you've, you're making it um, easier now, if we can get this this um, this damn COVID nineteen thing to be over before football season starts, um, but we'll see. But again, it is something that is, is different and and fun. Did you see who we had on our show last night? The Ken and Glenn show with a guy named Scott. Uh, yeah, he's a, a cowboy, uh, Dallas Cowboy uh, uh, announcer. That what it was. He's 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 the voice of the Dallas Cowboys for more than forty years. Brad Sham. Yeah. He's a legend. Yeah. Dude, dude's incredible. So I'm going to go back um, when I was 10. So take all of us back to 19. Uh, see, there you go, Jill. ExtremeFFL.com. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to take everybody back to 1976, uh, if I can. So as as a, a young boy, I was uh, big into sports, like I told you before. And, and I, I was a big Dallas Cowboy and a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Because the Lions, ah, you know, oh bad they are. <laughs> so everybody who's a Lions fan has to have one or two other teams that they like. Um, so I was, oh, she live in. So look at that. You guys are just looking. I, I did. I did that one. I got to give you guys one. money. Tossing some. Anyway, I sent a letter to the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Dallas Cowboys asking for autographs. Again, 1976, and the Steelers sent back um, a really nice, uh, it's probably just a copy, whatever, had everybody's autograph on there and a picture of the uh, head coach, Chuck Knoll, and a little autograph of that. And I still have those to this day. Wow. The Dallas Cowboys sent me stickers. <laughs> stickers. <laughs> so, you know, I can usually forgive anybody <laughs> or anything, but since 1976, my uh, my uh, adoration for the um, Dallas Cowboys has gone completely 180 <laughs> degrees. 
They oh. are the bottom of my list completely. <laughs> Packers, Vikings, Cowboys are the bottom three in those order, and I just can't stand oh. every team. So, you know, you're giving a 10-year-old boy stickers. Um, <laughs> well, I can tell you. That sham would have been in charge of that. He would have hooked you up, man. I, I wish I would have known. Well, of course, back then, but now, whatever, 19, yeah, they're close. That's, that's pretty close to the time. So, yeah. So wow, <laughs> and I told I told Brad last night. I said, you know, back in probably seventy six, seventy seven, everybody was, um, you know, it, it seemed like everybody was picking Dallas and and or the Steelers. They right. were the two teams winning everything in that, you know. And and I don't know why I, I just felt like a rebel and picked the Steelers. I I don't I to this day I don't know why. Well, and, you know, well because you're in Ohio, so you got the Browns and the Bengals to choose from. So again, you're almost in the same boat that I'm in. You mean so, you've got the Bengals to choose from? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, <laughs> hey, they had a they had a couple good seasons. Um, they, they did, yeah. but uh, yeah. So you know, we had to have someone else to cheer for. And, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so, um, yeah, you started this, uh, extreme FFL. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, it's the largest in the country, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we are the, and I, I, I can't, I'm going to asterisk this going ahead, whatever the asterisk is. Yeah. Um, yeah. we are the largest weekly, fantasy football league in the country. Now people can argue um, the fan duels and the draft Kings and, and those kind of things, but those usually aren't weekly. Those are basically one day tournaments where you just pick your team and, and um, you go from there. If you want to yeah. play in those weeks, other weeks you can. Um, this one is way different. So uh, without getting into the actual boring details of how this thing works, um, you play against everybody in the league every week and we had 39 people on our league last year. And again, those of you who are thinking the normal way, please don't. Um, it is way different, but you play against all the, the teams um, every week. And with that being said, you also play for all 17 weeks of the football season. You don't just play 12 or 14. Um, there are a lot of different nuances that, again, just because I was bored, just because I had to find some way of making something different and better, I decided to to do this. And um, like I said, it's been wonderful reviews. And my goal is to have uh, 100 people coming on this season um, and then uh, 1,000 next season people in this league. Wow. And it's wow. a weekly league. So, again, you sign up. You're playing every week for those 17 weeks. You know, with with everything that you do, I, and what do you? What is your title, or what do you do there at the dealership? So my title, my actual title, is director of onboarding, and okay. and on, onboarding director um, trains, um, interviews, hires, and uh, it's easier for me. And I because I know the Dunning history of the dealership. I can try and find people, and again, I won't get into details about Dunning difference, but what makes Dunning different right. as a dealership. Um, because of my knowledge and my time being here, I can at least see and explain to them, hey, how Dunning has changed and, and what Dunning has gone through and and some of the good things about Dunning. I can do that from a, a very, um, uh, I guess, personal perspective. I also know a lot of people from the Ann Arbor area. So I've been here my entire life. So for you know, a little bit of a time in Arizona. So I, I can, I know I can probably find someone who knows somebody or knows somebody of somebody because of all of that, my rapport building skills, finding uh, the employees are pretty good. And I think I enjoy that. So it's, it's me. It's been fun doing that. We have had some serious management changes here over the past few months. And I'm um, getting back into the marketing uh, where I was for roughly um, off and on for past 10, 12 years of the dealership is yeah. doing more of the marketing. And I will be doing more of that again in the future. But um, right now we're trying to get some of our staff back 
from this uh, this virus, and some staff won't come back, and some people have chosen not to come back. So I got to hire um, new people. Say, so I'm looking for a job. Get a hold of um, Ron Indeed. So Dunning Toyota, Dunning Subaru. So uh, what what like what positions? Are all positions in the dealership or currently sales? right now? Currently right now, uh, we're actually applying for a parts manager. Uh, our Subaru store is is expanding, and we'll be going through a, a massive expansion, and it could be complete by end of this year. And um, we're gonna probably have a uh, one of the, of the biggest Subaru uh, departments in the country. In, I'm sorry, in the state. So we need an actual um, parts manager there. Uh, so we have that coming up right now, and then we have a service manager. Um, uh, Sorry, service writer coming up that we need right now too. But and, again, we're ramping up in in all departments because of what we've been shut down for so long. We're ramping up, and uh, so we're looking forward to having our staff come back. We one of the things that that Julie did, and I'm very proud of her for this, is she did not lay anybody off during this the COVID. Um, so wow. we furloughed a lot of people, but we told them they have a job back if they want a job. So um, nobody got laid off. What's furlough? What's the difference? Furlough means, and I don't know the exact details, but you have your have a job um, held for you when you come back. Wow. It's your choice. Layoff, no. But furlough, yeah. So, wow. <clears throat> you know, you, you, uh, one of this, one of the things I, I just, I love about you, and your mom came on you and I were meeting over something and she walked in your office to ask you something. And you said, come here, I want you to meet our website guy. And she came around. She's the sweetest lady in the world. She is. She just is. And, and one of the things like your Toyota store is one of the largest in the country, right? Well, well in the, in the state. Oh, in this state, Ken. I, Oh, up in Michigan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that state up north, right? As you guys call us all. Yeah. So, so, but you, you, I, the humility, the how, how humble you are, your mom, like it, it's, it's unbelievable. And, and she's still there a lot in the she, store. Working. I wish she'd be here less. <laughs> <laughs> Not from the. <laughs> she's watching right now. Oh, no, she may be watching right now. No, um, but she deserves her time away, and she deserves to go down and, and vacations and and uh, not work every single day. And I wish she was able to do that. And I think she really is. And and I think uh, within a few probably a few months she'll be able to give all the reins back to everybody and just move forward. But um, yeah, I want her to enjoy your life. Yeah. Right. So, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That again, I I I love the and some of the things that you guys do. For example, um, when I was there, it was it was a month before Christmas, and um, and there was your showroom was literally filled with toys. Oh, yeah. there was a pickup truck filled in the back end, and then there were to there were packages and toys everywhere like yeah. it was it yeah. was like the north pole threw up in your showroom <laughs> and, and i was like what in the world is talk about that what you guys do yeah. because it's pretty phenomenal well one of the things that that julie um has has done and actually uh al also before he passed away and julie only, my mother is julie Mom. Excuse me. My mother, Julie, and uh, Al um, Dal Al Dunning was the founder of the company. One of the things that um, take a lot of pride in the fact that that we give back to the community, and I think everybody could say that, and that's wonderful, and we really enjoy that. Um, but there are some she she really likes um, to give money to charities who are um, kids, animals, uh, people who are dying, and then um, uh, just families in general. So I don't know the exact year, but I'm going to say somewhere around 2008, 2009 era, we began um, a Toys for Tots drive. Yeah. And, uh, all, you know, this is ridiculous. All we did was, was put a, a big sandwich board on, the, on our, the main road of our dealership here. And <laughs> Ken, I, I think, I don't know, you were here November 11th, but um, it gets 
we get more toys as the, I guess near Christmas time. Jeez. We, um, and I'm not lying, and this is not hyperbole whatsoever. We are the Washtenaw County, which is the county that we're in, Washtenaw County's largest Toys for Tots drop-off center. And there's, of course, downtown Ann Arbor. There's a big mall here in town. Um, there are a lot of other big stores. And we are very fortunate that people bring their toys to us. And we don't mean don't even use the Toyota for tots. We don't use that. We just say toys for tots and we do very little marketing for it. Um, over the past few years, we have started to give free oil changes and by bringing a, a $10 toy or more. But um, even prior to that, we were still number one in the, the county. So we're very proud of that. And another thing we're proud of, we, we just announced this on Facebook uh, this past weekend. We are uh, one of the top, donors to um, the Humane Society uh, walk and wag uh, event coming up pretty soon. And so, you know, we like to give back, you know, when we can. So we're proud of that. It's, it's incredible, man. And, and that, that actually would be the reason I think it's just me going out on a limb and throwing a guess out. Um, but that, that would be one of the primary reasons that, that, your mother and you and every has the reason you've experienced so much success. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and this is one of the things about it. And again, we were, I have to say we, my, uh, my two stepbrothers, um, Lowell and Joel Dunning and I were raised, um, again, in the car business and they're both here today, right down behind the wall here. Wow. Um, we were all raised very humbly, you know, some of the things that uh, Al and my mom um, instilled in us was just because you're the owner's kids doesn't mean that you have, you, that you can slack off. Matter of fact, we want you to work even harder so everybody can, can see that you actually earned your position here, earned your job here. And I think I can, I can say this pretty confidently that all three of us have done that. And we've actually have our kids uh, working here. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm proud of the fact that we were, we had this thing instilled in us a long time ago. And a matter of fact, just going back to the um, March of April or this year when the, the COVID thing, where we really couldn't deliver cars uh, very often, uh, I was in the back for three weeks washing cars. And you had Eric Brower on in your show yeah. weeks ago. And Eric and I are back there one day washing cars. And I'm not trying to point out that, hey, I'm the owner's son. I can, I don't need to wash cars. No, it's, we do whatever we, we can to make um, the business work, whatever it takes. And if that means going out there and washing cars, it's what we do. I mean, in that, that look, I, you are the owner's son and, and you don't have to wash cars. There's no way you have to wash cars, but you do. And that's what I, that's my point. That's my point is the humility that it takes is, is incredible, dude. Own that. It's okay to own that. Well, okay. Thank you for saying that. And, and yeah, I, I guess I don't have to, I probably wouldn't get fired if I didn't wash the cars, but <laughs> somebody would have to wash the cars. And, um, you know, I always consider myself a, a leader in a lot of different things. And I feel like I would never, and I, I can say this for sure. I have never asked anybody to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. Right. And I feel really bad if I ask somebody to wash a car and I'm sitting in my, in my office doing nothing. Um, so it was just, is what it is. And that's what we do. And that's not just me. It's my brothers and our kids uh, also. So. And I would bet that your mother would even get out there and wash a car if she had to. Um, it, uh, absolutely. If she had to, she would. I, I'm she would. sure. I'm sure she would. <laughs> that's what I love about you guys, man. So uh, I do want to plug one more thing though, Ken, if I could, um, I know it's not on the agenda. Um, so I'm also very proud of a thing called the Jackson road cruise. And those of us in Ann Arbor uh, might know this, um, people from the Detroit area love their cars and it's not a secret that we love cars. And, um, there's a lot of cruises, uh, Woodward, Telegraph, Gratiot are some of the major roads in the Detroit area. And, um, right outside our dealership here is a, a road called Jackson Road. And uh, back when they did some major construction and renovation, they turned it into a really nice boulevard. So the township um, here that we were in asked, this asked some dealerships and businesses if we would help put together a, um, um, a car cruise. So 
I I had time a 1971 Pontiac GTL convertible, so I was big into cars like that. So I wanted to do that. So I said yes, yeah, so sure. Wow. Well, long story short, um, 12 years later, um, the Jackson Road Cruise is uh, arguably the single biggest non-sporting event um, in Ann Arbor. Non-sporting, single day non-sporting event in Ann Arbor. Wow. We have about 800 um, to 1,000 cars, so we're nowhere near as big as the Woodward, the Gratiots, and Telegrass um, cruises in town. But for little old Ann Arbor, um, it's a pretty awesome thing. So I, I've been the chairman, um, chairman or co-chair since uh, year three. And again, we're on year 12 now. So this is something that I really take a lot of pride in. And the best part about the Jackson Road Cruise is we have a, um, we, we don't, we don't discriminate on any kind of cars. We say it's vehicles of interest. <laughs> We've had some pretty interesting <laughs> cars, um, new cars, used cars, old cars, you know, rat rods, things you put together then in your backyard, wow. um, those kind of things are great. But we do it all for charity. And everything wow. that we do, um, we go to charity. We find the local, and we usually try and pick a local Ann Arbor charity. And unfortunately, we had one this year called I, it's Eyes on the Sparrow, which helps um, challenged uh, young adults and with their livelihood and places to stay and all of that. Unfortunately, with the COVID, we had to cancel our event on June 13th this year. So we're going to carry over to June 12th of next year. Um, but yeah, we really feel a lot of pride in that. I want you to, I, I want to connect you and Weldon. Weldon owns a I car dealership that. in uh, Virginia beach. Nice. He, he's a, he's a good, good friend of mine. Good dude. You guys need to know each other. Well, so, Weldon, I want you to know that I, I sold my GTO, uh, four years ago to a guy from Philadelphia and it was, uh, the guy takes care of it. It's, it's a really nice judge package. Um, beautiful car. I'm, I do miss it, but yeah. So what's uh, what's what's coming up for you, man? What what do you got? What do you got? I I I, I, I got, can we talk about it? Please do. Please do. <laughs> so so last last week, Todd and I get on a call for a long time. We were on for time. over an hour. Uh -huh. And, and, and you're like, well, Ken, as you know, I, I get bored. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah. And, and, um, tell everybody what you told me, man. <laughs> so it's, it's, I can't take credit for the initial idea, but I am taking the, the credit for uh, making it uh, a little different here. <sighs> the thing called marble racing. I know I probably lost some of you. <laughs> Half hour ago, and if I had, yeah. I didn't lose you then. I lost you now. Marble yeah. racing. Please Google it, and I, I can you Google it, and you saw. You know, go to YouTube and look it up. It's, it's um real. one video, eleven million views. You said right? Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. So um, I have, and literally yesterday, I went to a Home Depot to buy some stuff for it. Uh, I am creating the United States Marble Racing League. <laughs> So, so, okay. Maybe All I'm right. Saying. Hey, it's great having you on, Todd. <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye. Go Bucks. Like I said, I lost all the crowd here. No, um, again, it's, it's something that is, is different. And, um, again, I, I didn't, I did not make it. I didn't create the idea. I'm taking it like I did with the football thing. I'm making it a little different. And yeah. uh, I'm bringing it to the States. Um, it's big actually over in Europe and I'm bringing it to the States. So what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to have people can bring their own marbles and um, I'll have, I'll have marbles here and you can bring your own, whatever. And we actually create a track and I mean, it's, it sounds silly, but if you watch the videos, you'll, you'll get entranced. And my daughter, um, I kind of heard about it and she watched it. She goes, why am I entertained by this? And that's the way I thought, you know, why am I watching marbles go around the damn track? And uh, it's, it's exciting. It's actually pretty cool. So I am making that, um, that's going to be launching, um, real soon. The, the United States marble racing league. Yeah. And so uh, you marbles. <laughs> that nice little pun there. Right. Um, you know, it's, it is something that is different, but in this, you know, COVID, uh, you know, lifestyle we're in right now, we don't have any sports. 
there's that's a great um, question yeah, right there. Very, you know, um, I actually got to polish it a lot. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. So, um, so okay. We when I when we're sitting there at home and there's nothing else to do. Um, you can only play so many board games and I love Tracy and my, my fiance and, and we have, uh, you know, four cats and two dogs and a snake in our house and all that. But I'm like, what can we do? What kind of sports are out there? What kind of, and I happened to find this. And, um, so I started digging into it and I thought I'm going to make this and, um, I'm going to make it happen. And because of your, uh, guidance, uh, maybe I'm spilling the beans too early here, but, um, you asked me if I can monetize this, and whenever I do this, I wasn't thinking about monetizing it, but I think possibly, you know, you open my eyes a little bit to franchising this. Uh, yeah. I do believe that if I create the U.S. Um, uh, league, then we actually can have each state can have their own league also and representatives and, and all that. So it may sound silly, but when you start watching a few videos, it's it's kind of funny. Yeah. <clears throat> when you when you uh, it, it's a thing i said Beautiful. dude there's no it's way it's a thing it the, a marvel thing. racing is a thing and when you um when you when you go to youtube and you look it up you you're not going to believe it it's it's unbelievable I, I was like come on man and and i couldn't stop watching <laughs> <laughs> they have it in snow they have it in dirt um, th this guy has timers and, and, and track counters. Um, I would love to meet the guy who started it. And I don't, I'm, it's, he's Denmark or, or the Netherlands area and it's jelly J E L L E. I'm not sure how you say it, pronounce it exactly, but, um, jelly's marble, uh, racing. Um, and he's got, he's got down top notch. And I, I said to you, the guy's getting 11 million, 10 million, 8 million views on his videos. Mm -hmm. He's definitely monetized it. I didn't think it was that big. Um, and actually, I think you dug into it more than I did. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks, Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so All good, you lose your marbles. Like I said, just shout out to to Jelly's Marble Racing. And, and uh, but again, when I, if I only knew somebody to make a website for me, um, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'll look around. Are you still there? Hello, Jill. Are you still there? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, it's fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be experience, and it's going to be different, and it's going to be some growing pains, but, um, you know, is what it is. Kids, you know, and again, I was – I have to have two kids, two of my sons – we're in Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts and we did the Pinewood Derby thing and, and, and all that. And, and I have absolutely zero ability to make any kind of fancy car. So, you know, any of my kids successes truly was their successes, uh, not mine. So I figured, okay, well now maybe these kids bring marbles to the race and they can just bring the marbles in, inside here and we can race them and see how things go. So it's, it's, it's kind of it's it really is um it's pretty amazing thanks jeffrey for that and, and you have to think you you know you if if uh, if i'm gonna like bring my marble and race it against other people like mm -hmm. you're gonna have to get creative and think how can i make my marble faster <laughs> like, yeah well because you're, you're literally relying on gravity <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it sounds that way. And, um, and again, I don't know any secrets. I, I, I have no idea how to do it. Um, but when you watch these things, you'll see marbles are taking different tracks and different portions of the tracks and different angles and, and things happen. And, um, yeah, there's a winner and loser always. So it's kind of fun. So looking forward to that. Yeah, dude, you know, and here, Jill, Jill, I told you this, that, that, um, wow. Jill was a champion soapbox derby. Was that over in Akron? Was that uh, in Akron? In Akron? Yeah, because Akron is, is known for the soapbox um, championship. She will answer that momentarily. <laughs> so, um, I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know where it was. I know that we literally just sold her soapbox derby car. Wow. She had wow. Literally just recently. Wow. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. 
Yeah. So anyways, I'm looking forward to, to that. And um, another thing new in my life, um, we just adopted, not adopted, we just got from a breeder a, um, at the time, a eight-week-old baby Rottweiler, puppy Rottweiler. Oh, wow. So now she um, just turns 12 weeks this week. Um, there you go. Thanks, Walden. We'll figure out how to make that happen. Um, yeah. So I have a little puppy running around the house now, too. A Rottweiler. A Rottweiler, yeah. That's not a little puppy at this point she's a little puppy but she won't be yeah. a little dog um, um <laughs> oh. wow just, so i i have uh, my other dog i have his name is vegas because i actually love the town las vegas so i named my dog vegas and he's a five and a half year old um shepherd husky mix and when uh, we went to go get this dog uh okay okay see akron's a thing um <laughs> we made a dog. We were trying to figure out the names, and we went through a lot of different, different things. And we found out that this dog's um, bloodline is a champion, and uh, her father's name is Memphis. And I thought, oh, we got Memphis as a father. We got a Vegas for a brother. So let's keep it in the city names. And we actually named her Sydney as in Australia. So oh, I figured you were going to say Columbus. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> So no, so no, Ken. Uh, Marion, maybe. <laughs> Marian. Not Columbus. Delaware, even, but not Columbus. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. So we have our hands full with a, a puppy, and uh, but she's wow. awesome. It's going to be cool having her. And Vegas is a great big brother for her. And Vegas is also a Rottweiler? No, Vegas is a, a Shepherd Husky um, half oh. and half mix. Okay. So. Okay. Wow. But yeah, so it's pretty exciting. Yeah, so, so do, not, do not ever <laughs> break into Todd's house. Ever. <laughs> you are so screwed well, if you do. Like, Vegas, oh my. Vegas will bark at you, but then he might lick you. Um, <laughs> so we'll see what happens with um, with Sydney over time. But uh, so anyways, that's, wow. that's kind of neat. Man. So you, you told me, Ken, you told me no dad jokes, but can I get one? Yeah, okay, here, let me give you the full screen. The stage is yours, Todd. <laughs> Do a dad joke. All right, you guys ready? All right. Yeah. How are a hippo and a zippo different? I have no idea. A zippo is a little lighter. Bam! <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> no, but I bet you some people are laughing. At how terrible that joke was. <laughs> anyways, um, so anyways, that's my, so check out uh, Marble Racing. Uh, it's 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 a thing, and um, if you look into our new fantasy football league, uh, Extreme FFL, shout out to the the Walls for their help, um, and it's, it's a thing also. People actually did like your joke. See, I got six. See, oh, see, look at that. Hey, yeah. Got any more you want to throw out? If you can, I'll do an hour of stand-up. Do you do you have any more you want to throw out? Um <laughs> sure. Uh -huh. Yeah, okay. Yes, I do. All right, you ready? All right. Why does Sweden put barcodes on their ships? Don't know. So they can Scandinavian. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Ah, oh, okay. Shoo. It's getting hot here now. That is funny. So, <laughs> dude, laughing at me. I freaking love you, dude. You're you're you, such a good dude. I, I mean, I, I honestly, and we've talked about you being on the show for a while and I'm like, "Come on, man. What are you doing?" I I apologize. I apologize, Ken. I will. I'll come back to all your fans. If you guys give me more likes and all those kind of comments, I'll come back if, if it's if it's uh, if it's deemed necessary. Everybody, look up Todd Bailey. Send him a friend request. <laughs> he's he's got he has a picture of him with a full head of hair on his. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a quick little Halloween story there. Um, 2006, I wanted to go to Halloween. I think I went as a male stripper. And I decided to um, shave my head. And my daughter was the first one to see me walking out. She was uh, 12 at the time. And first one to see me. And she goes, Dad, what'd you do? 
So 14 years later, it's still there. Seriously, it never grew back. Well, I mean, it, well, some spots don't grow back. <laughs> Sorry for the glare. Some spots <laughs> don't grow back, but I actually, you know, keep it pretty trim here. Wow. Even on this COVID, no barber day or week or month or whatever the hell it is, yeah. I just look pretty good. Wow, that's Every awesome. Year, hey, thank you, man. I appreciate thank you. Being on. Don't hang up on me. I'm gonna end the live stream though. Thank you to everybody who's watched, shared this out, laughed even at his jokes. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I love this dude. Todd, you rock. Thank you, brother. Thanks, All right, bye, you, everybody. All right. See you guys.